Hello, my friend, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. We are at the 21st day of September, middle of the week. On the middle of the week, I want to encourage you to check out the full-length sermon that we put up every Wednesday. This is from our Tuesday evening Bible study. Last night, we held that study in Flowery Branch, Georgia. We put that video up. Video is usually available in the mornings uh, on Wednesday, audio available by the end of the day. Uh, You can get the video at paulwhiteministries.com or at our YouTube page, PWM. We are studying the cross, and I want to encourage you to go back the last few weeks and look at those titles that that always include the cross in one way or the other, and uh, get get in this study with us because it's a a great, I think, a great uh, topic because it's the real centerpiece of the faith. I mean, if Jesus Christ doesn't die on the cross and resurrect from the dead, and yes, those two things go together, uh, well, we don't have a faith. And so we have principles, we have morals, but that's not that much different than a good self-help book. Um, But what he does at Calvary is the centerpiece of who we are, so check it out. Um, We started this little look at Jeremiah's stories a week or so ago, and yesterday we took a look at Jeremiah chapter 35. I want to encourage you to grab a Bible if you haven't looked at it and read the first 15 or 16 verses of the 35th chapter of Jeremiah. I I read several yesterday. I, I won't go back over them today, but we introduced to you that Jeremiah was told by God to go visit the Rechabites, uh, R-E-C-A-B-I-T-E, or the Rahab, Rechabites, uh, however you want to pronounce it. These were the descendants of Jonadab, and they, they lived a very interesting lifestyle. They were wanderers by their own admission in the 35th chapter of Jeremiah. They said, we, uh, we don't drink wine, we don't build houses, we don't settle down into one place, we are not agricultural, we don't plant fields or gardens or vineyards, we don't even own property. Uh, We live in tents and we wander. Um, They were a guild of metal workers, the Rechabites. They made chariot wheels, they made javelins, uh, anything of metal. Uh, They were a a small group of people, maybe 15 or 20, and they kept largely to themselves. Now, they could trace their ancestry back uh, a quarter of a millennium, over two centuries, to Jonadab in the time of King Jehu. And they lived a very disciplined life with those high sort of... Now, we, when we see stuff like don't drink wine, don't do, don't do, don't do, we, we kind of think high moral standards. But I'm talking to you about disciplines for preparation. I'm, and I'm not even talking about disciplining your flesh. I'm talking about the discipline that it takes to do what you're called to do. And they claim we've done everything we've been commanded. Now, the reason why they they were so strict in this manner is because in that world, the craftsmen and metal would have had a lot of secrets. They would have tightly held those secrets. And the abstinence from wine and strong drink was to keep them from giving those secrets away in times of drunkenness. Um, They married only inside of their guild That kept outsiders from coming in. They had a body of technical knowledge and experience that they handed down and they guarded very tightly generation to generation. And so you didn't leave the guild or leave the tribe. Um, And they moved wherever wherever they could get near 
the supply of ore and fuel that they needed, they moved. And they would also move, not just for the supply of ore and fuel, but they would also move so that they could go village to village, town to town, and set up trade posts so they could come to you. So that this was a, they were a, a nomadic community. Um, but when the Babylonians invaded, it became dangerous to be in the countryside and the cities provided the best protection. So the Rechabites had come inside of Jerusalem and there's this band of sort of wild looking, odd strangers that are hanging out in Jerusalem. And then God says this to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 35, and I read this yesterday, but I want to read it to you again, verses one and two. Go visit the Rechabite community, invite them to meet with you in one of the rooms of God's temple. And then there's this interesting line I left out yesterday, serve them wine. Now I left it out yesterday because before you knew anything about the Rechabites, it wouldn't make a lot of sense for God to be inviting Jeremiah to invite them and to serve wine. But once you learn that they don't drink wine, that they're serious about this, the invitation to serve them wine almost seems like God's trying to challenge the Rechabites. Jeremiah knew they didn't drink wine. Everyone knew they didn't drink wine. Why invite them to drink wine in the temple? And I think that this is the moment where Jeremiah begins to realize that God is not about to teach the Rechabites a lesson. He's about to teach Israel a lesson. That you can have a discipline that you are serious about that has little to do with being highly moral or being holy, but has to do with being properly formed to be the vessel you're supposed to be. Whenever they come into the temple, are you shocked to find out they refuse to drink? In Jeremiah 35, they refuse the wine that Jeremiah offers. And yet Jeremiah does not turn around and tell Israel, hey, see, you guys need to sell your houses. You need to be a bunch of transients. You need to stop drinking wine. Live like these Rechabites. No. Instead, he uses the discipline of the Rechabites to tell Israel that discipline would give you the strength to make specific decisions about your life, the way you're going to live, the way you're going to be faithful, the way you're going to care for the things that matter. It's in this lesson that Jeremiah shows us that it's not about what we give up. It's not about what we add. It's not about what we do. It's the fact that we do it for a reason. If your reasons for your spiritual disciplines are because you think it'll make you holy or you think it'll make you righteous, I think you need to introduce to the new covenant. But if the reason for your disciplines are because of the job you have, because of the stress that you undertake, because of the position you've been put in life, then I encourage them and I think the Bible does as well, but I don't only want to spiritualize it. I say that these disciplines can be for anything that you do in life. And you do them because what you do matters. So determine what matters and then determine the disciplines necessary to do what matters. For me, I have found that I have to do things in a manner in my life if I'm going to do the podcast, if I'm going to have sermons ready for the weekend. No one puts a gun to my head. I don't punch a clock. You got to do this, this, or this. But I know that if I don't do those certain disciplines, Things go, don't get done. 
The problem is when I start to do them and think I derive value out of them. We do not. Remember what we said yesterday. We are participants in preparatory discipline. We need to see that. We need to embrace that. And we need to see what, like Jeremiah with those Rechabites, don't look at the disciplines of other people as vices, but find where they are valuable and reinforce it. More from Jeremiah tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.